Welcome to Manifest Recordings, the official platform for the behind the scenes of every song from every Manifest artist. Hope you enjoy. Okay. All right. So how do you... Wah! How do you, <laughs> Like that. Normally, so you start off? Yeah. We normally just scream. What's up, guys? We're back with another episode. And today... Well, I guess like back with another episode, but like this is definitely like the first like real episode. The episode before this was talking about the album as a whole, but this is going to be the first episode uh, breaking down a song. And today I'm joined by Adriel Rivera. Yep. You know, the guy. Um, the man. It, he, he really is. So <laughs> he's on, uh, he was on Keep, uh, Keep On Keeping On on the album, which we are also going to uh, do the episode for that song together. But the reason I have him for the intro is because if you didn't know, he produced the song. Let's go. Yeah. No, it was fun. It was fun. Because it's like… The beautiful masterpiece. It was one intro. of… It, thank you. Thank you. You know, I mean, you had help with it too. Um, but like it was it was one of the first songs that like I intentionally produced for somebody else. Like I was asked to like, like produce this, yeah. you know. like One of my questions that I had for you was… Like, do you enjoy producing for other people? Like you said, that's one of the first times you've done it. But like, was um, it something that you want to do in the future? Okay. So like when it comes to like producing for people, because like I have like that like beat store, right? So yeah. I have a beat store, ageover.com. And like people could go in there, buy beats and stuff. It's like plug, plug, plug. No, nah, but I mean, it's like there's only six beats up there. And I don't have any intentions adding more because like, well, at the moment, like I'm not really focusing on that. And like, even though like producing, because I produce my own music, right? right? And I produce music for myself. But like producing for other people, I okay. As like client work, right? Where you're like, where, where it's like commission. Like yeah. let's say like somebody that like comes to me is like, hey, I want you to produce this song for me, right? Right. Um, like I'm not really into that. Like I honestly like I don't feel like producing for other people in that sense where it's like a job. But if it's like in the future where like I build a name for myself because like obviously I have my producer tag on my songs. It's right. like, hey, Joey Rivera, right? You know. So like, but. Um, if a label were to come to me though and was like, "Hey, like we have this artist, and it's like an artist I would actually want to work with, right? right? Like we have this artist, we 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 want you to produce because we like the way that you make your music, or right. like even even like songwrite, right? Like you write lyrics. Yep. Then at that that would be something I'm like, yeah, that sounds kind of cool. That's why I did it with you because it's right. like like you're well, I actually know you, yeah. So like you know, I'm True. more I'm more open to doing it for for you and stuff like that. But like for a, a random stranger to be like, hey. Can you produce a song for me? It's like oh, I got some beats on my beat store if you want to use those, but I'm not really looking to produce for people. Right. Um. Obviously, I, I I've talked to you. I think I've talked to you about like my plans for a future business with my brother, but yeah. not gonna get into that too much right now because like obviously that's a uh, classified information, but uh, <laughs> top secret. But yeah, nah. Pr- producing producing for you on this song was definitely something I was I I'm down to, I was down to do still down to do for future stuff too. But this was definitely like one of my first produce songs for someone else yeah that's dope i mean i like i think about that too like i wrote a song one time uh well i don't know i've wrote, written a couple songs but like a couple weeks ago i wrote a song from like a female's perspective and it was like weird because you're it, not you're not a female i'm not a female you know so so how the question then how do you feel writing from a perspective that you might not understand 100 percent? like how do you feel if, like if a girl would be like mad at you because you wrote a song. Like a specific girl or just like a woman in general? A woman in general. Yeah. Like just like… Like um, you don't understand our perspective like that. You're a man. Like 
what do you think of this though? Yeah, because Drake hadn't Drake has written songs for like. I forgot who it was. He, I think he wrote a song for Alicia Keys. Yeah, right. From uh, a fe- from a female perspective, right. But he's not a female. There's got to be others. Lil yeah, Yachty wrote right. for uh, City Girls. Yeah, John Bellion wrote for uh, Christina Aguilera. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Fall in line. Yeah, I mean… But see, the thing is, is like… So I wrote it from a girl's perspective, but like that's I don't want I'm not gonna release that. Right. Oh, like I made it, you yeah. know, to like give to someone. So like if, if yeah. I give it to a woman and she's like, Well, this is garbage, then she can change whatever <laughs> she wants. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. But I mean, I don't know, it was just it was just fun for me. And right. like obviously I don't expect to have like every detail to a T because I'm not a female. Like that right. like, that's just how it is. Yeah. The same exactly. way that like you know, if you're telling your life story, like somebody can't comment on it because right, they're not yeah, you. Exactly, you know? that's but true. Yeah, it's cool though. Yeah. It's a nice little exercise. Well, I guess like, I mean, because you've have so- you have a song like Paper Thin. It's from your dad's perspective, right? Yeah, that's not that's not like you're your dad, but you can still kind of like. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Um, there's whenever I rap from someone else's perspective, I always like talk to them about it. Not before I make the song. I make the song regardless. But like before I play it for anyone else. Like you're releasing it. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, I would check with my dad like, hey, is this cool? Like, does it does it make sense? Like, yeah. And, you know, even if I alter the story or whatever, like so long as he agrees that like, as, as long as he agrees to it, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Set, and, you you got to cite your sources. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I've, I've done that. There's, yeah. Yeah. Paper Thin on here. Um, some songs… That are on the next album, I had to play for someone so that they could check to like make sure that I'm not capping in my stories. Cause right. like I don't wanna like obviously I wanna share my side of the story because it is it's my music, yeah. but also I don't wanna like totally disrespect their side. Like I want it to be fair and make sense and I want yep. it to like actually be how it was. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah I get you. So that was obviously we're going a little off topic because that's paper thin's a completely different song. But that's what this is about, man. Back to just the just talking. Yeah, back to the the intro though. So like, why did why did you want to go with like a custom produced intro for ACT? Why not just like do what you usually do and find like you know a beat or something that yeah. could go go with like the vibe of that? Like why 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 go this route? Uh, because I I knew that I wanted like that piano style like intro and. I, I tried to look online and like I couldn't find anything. And like even then, because they're in short supply, like I'm bound to use the same one as somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so I figured that I could like that I should not do that. So <laughs> so <You know? laughs> so then when you when you compare like the intro to like your other songs, right? Because like all your other songs aren't produced, right? By right. like someone specific. Obviously, like, you know, I'm not gonna produce Every single as, as much as I would love to, <laughs> no, I'm messing around. But like, like obviously, you're not gonna come to me and be like, Adriel, can you produce every yeah. single one of these songs? Yeah, you know, like, but like, how come you don't just go like? Cause we had this one song that you know I helped I helped out produce. Yeah, why not go to like other producers for like like and get like something custom produced? Like, well, first off, don't like. Don't like sleep on yourself because you said I helped produce like dog like you made that song yeah like you made that from the ground true, up true true um but uh the reason that I don't do that a it'd be expensive that's true it'd be yeah. expensive and also just because like I can normally find what I'm looking for on YouTube like 
Like with the vibe you're going. Yeah, for, I, yeah, I can normally find stuff that fits it, and if I don't, I just listen to a different beat and do a totally different song. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'd like to have a tighter, uh, like relationship with more producers so that we can do, uh, we can do songs like one on one, and like I actually have some go to producers, but yeah, I mean that that'll come with time, and as my music gets bigger yeah. and better, and they listen to it and all that type of stuff. So, so, so here's the thing. Like, cause, cause obviously you, you go, you go get like, you know, beats from somewhere else. Right. But I, I remember there was a time specifically around the promised land era oh, wow. where you, you produce beats yourself a little bit there. Oh, wow. How come you haven't gone, like gone back to that at all? Well, I was garbage, but <laughs> like, obviously I was garbage because I didn't do it. Like I was just starting. Yeah. But like, I realized the amount of time that I put into rapping to get as good as I was at rapping, I'd have to do that in producing. And so I my progress would be cut in half in rapping. Right. Yeah, you know what okay. I'm saying? Like overall, I'd I would be like at the same level because I'd have half producing, half rapping. But this way I'm just like hundred percent rapping. And so my rapping has gotten much better. And it was just like I, I do want to learn more in the future, but like it was it was gonna stunt my growth rapping. Right, so like basically, you would rather focus on your t- all your time into one thing, so you can accelerate that. Like going back to like ten thousand hours. Yeah, like you're trying to get all all your hours into one thing to become the best at it, right. so you can delegate all your other things to people that are already at that point of ten thousand yeah. hours. So like when it comes to producing, that's just something you you, you view that as is like you get might as well give it to somebody that right knows how to do it. Right, and it's and it's like the convenience. You know, it right. w- it'd be different if it was like you know thirty years ago and I didn't have YouTube to go and find these beats and I had to either find somebody or do it myself. Like, right. I'm blessed enough to be able to like have that platform. And like, but like with mixing, like that was something that I could learn myself. And you kind like, you kind of have to learn yourself unless you have somebody local that can do it with you. And cause like you finish a song and you want to hear the finished product, like right. immediately. Yeah. You're not trying to leave those raw vocals on there for three months and yeah. wait for somebody to hit you back, you yeah. know? And so, that was something which, I learned. You, you have some experience with getting someone else to mix Yikes. for you and stuff. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I, I think the album came out better. And I think I'm going to be more proud of it moving forward just because it was yours. I mixed it. It's like your baby, basically. Yeah. yeah. So, like, tried to give her away, but she, she came back. Right. Came yeah. Back. Yeah. And well, I mean, going to like the whole production thing, right? Because, like, obviously you said you mixed it yourself. What was your favorite part of the production process for the intro? Definitely recording the live instruments was was that was that your favorite part or no? I would say yeah, it was it was pretty. You want you want to kind of go into like how that that all happened, like like what? Because obviously, like you know, we know the whole process that went behind making the intro. But for the people that are listening, like they weren't in uh the 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 recording session yeah. with us and stuff like that, and they they didn't like you know like because we invited like Nelson in there to yeah, get yeah, like yeah. some violins. Kai did like the trumpets and stuff. So like. I mean, right. maybe you should like talk about that experience a little bit because I think people will probably find that interesting. Right, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna start the story, but then I want you to pick up. So, okay. yeah, I like I said, I had come up with the idea that like I want to do the piano driven uh, intro, kind of like the um, the Forest Hills Drive intro from J Cole, and uh, you know, like Welcome to Forever and like stuff like that. Right. And so, you know, I texted Adriel. Asked him if he could do it. He said he was down. And then he basically started doing it, went in and came up with, you know, the idea, the the um 
the the, the spine and yeah. of what yeah. the song is right now, right or what it is now, and and yeah. So and then from there, yeah. So yeah. basically, I mean, because like you texted me, um, or hit me up. How? how yeah. I mean, I don't. Remember. It's been how long? It's been like two years now since since we made. Yeah. So <laughs> this, this was two years ago, and I just saw the video on my camera roll, and like I look totally different than I do now. I mean, we we both do definitely. Yeah. yeah a lot. A lot has changed. A lot. It, I, I, I mean, didn't even. I didn't. I didn't look at you. I should have. I should have seen how you look back then. Yeah, definitely different. Definitely, yeah. Probably a little tubby or two, you know. Uh, <laughs> but um, my cheeks were so big, bro. Uh, which one? Which one are you talking about, bro? Probably both. <laughs> <laughs> probably both. But uh, going to going going back to like how that that was two years ago. So like obviously I don't remember everything. Right, right, right. But what I do remember is like like obviously starting off with like the chords though like the foundation like yeah the pianos right like so because like the piano is what, what drives the whole song basically right yeah. um so i had to figure out those chords first right and i found those chords found what sounded very like you know like intro-esque because like you gave me the examples of like j cole and yeah like welcome to forever all that so like um i started off with those chords right uh you know got got that structure down first because i knew we had to hit the, the uh, if we were to bring in like other instruments like right. you got to have the, that yeah you got to have the chords first so um i think i just made the piano first and then sent that to you and was like yeah. hey was this cool and yep. you're like yeah it sounds great um i don't remember exactly how we got kai and nelson to like well i mean like obviously we hit them up yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know yeah. but like i don't know where the idea came from to get like live like get them like you know cuz we were doing like the piano thing. I definitely could have used like trumpets that came with like FO Studio and like, like we could, I could have used like string presets too. Yeah. I don't, obviously, like, I think I told you that I wanted like those sounds in there. And then I think you said like, I, like I could program them in, but like I'd rather do them live. I think you said that. And cause you knew them. Right. And so you use that connection to get, get the song yeah, done. Right, and it's, yeah. it came out beautiful yeah and yep. so shout out nelson and kai yeah they're uh, they're amazing at what they do well, yeah uh, speaking of which like because because like well like you said like uh i think you're right i did mention it um because this being an intro track you want it to sound majestic and right. magical and all that and you right. can only get that with like real instruments like that that dynamic with like you know like violins like yep. the trumpets all that that power too and like it, the natural sound of it it's like it it uh, it like a hundred percent, like because obviously, like since I'm in the producing room, like I do yeah. all my music, like I you you could tell the difference between a programmed like strings, yeah, and yeah, like yeah. like actual strings and trumpets. So I just knew you need to get live instruments if you want this intro to sound as big as you are imagining in your right. head, right? Um, the connection with Nelson, Nelson is actually like my older brother's friend. Mm -hmm. uh, they they used to go to high school together. They were in the same grade. Um, but I had worked with Nelson previously on uh, the Unattainable State of Mind. Yep. So like with uh, Heartbeat, that song. That song is so old. But like uh, we've come so far. So far, <laughs> yeah, dude. But like with with Heartbeat, that song. Um, 
I got Nelson to do a, a, a violin solo because my brother knew Nelson, right? Uh, he yeah. knew that Nelson basically spoke violin. I mean, you've seen Nelson play. He yeah. speaks violin. You yeah. could tell him, you could sing something to him and he will just play it. Like, it's it's crazy. It's crazy what he knows. I mean, the solo he did was nuts. It was And nuts. they both did their own solos. Like, right. you know, you were like, all right, now I want both of you guys to do solos. Yeah. And they just went off on their own and like yep. did whatever they wanted. It was awesome. And that was, it was beautiful. Beautiful. Yep. Beautiful. So like Nelson... Nelson's amazing at violin, and uh, my brother was like telling me you should do something with Nelson because he, like he's he's like a great musician, yeah. right? And this was back in 2017, like like I was making the unattainable state of mind in 2017, or I released in 2017, but I was working like 2016, late 2016, yeah. early 2017, and so I was working on this project, and obviously like you know like being a small musician at the time, like you know uh, I was just open to working with anybody, and like you know yeah. Nelson was a musician, so I'm like. Not, not he's not a musician in terms of like he makes his own music, but he's a musician because he's he plays, he, yeah, he plays right, yeah. So I'm like, oh, that'd be cool, that'd be fun. So I invited him over. We got that song made, right? Um, and just like seeing the way that he he makes music, and he was really he's real fun to work with too, you know. So it's like, yeah. oh, 100 percent, like you know, like I would love to get Nelson. I would love personally. I just I would love I I wanted to work with Nelson again at some point, and this just seemed like a perfect opportunity to bring him back in. And like do something with him again, because then at that like I mean he'd be meeting you, he'd be seeing yeah. your your project and what you're doing, um, and yeah, like I mean so we got Nelson in. he did a great job on violin as always, um, and then Kai, so like Kai we both I mean we both know Kai from high school yeah yeah so Kai Kai was in band but uh, I I was told by like a a friend that like excuse me uh, I was told by a friend that like. Kai did like, uh, like because he at at the time like this was what like this would have been like your freshman year of college right when we were working on this yeah right the it was like the winter yeah that winter break right before COVID hit right so like uh Kai was doing stuff at like outside like it was for his like college's like trumpets group or something like that I can't remember specifically what it yeah. is. But like he was doing stuff out like within his college, like yeah. after classes with like like with the trumpet, like he yeah. was he was like you know uh, actively, actively working yeah. on it and stuff like that. So like I was like, oh perfect, like you know I could bring right. Kai in because like he has experience, right? Like, he knows what he's doing. So we brought him into, uh, and we actually remember like now that I remember, like we didn't get everything recorded for the trumpets because we, we we were on a time crunch. Like they said Facts, the, yeah. at the library that were there we told they were, we were told we only had like two hours. Two hours I think. Yeah. So we recorded as much as possible. Did we go two times or just one? Was it one session or did we record two sessions? I, th I think it was one. Was it one? Ooh, it might have been two. I think it was two. We might have like not got anything done the first day. Yeah, I think it took a while to set up, or like something was yeah. tweaking, or yeah. something like that. I think, I think, I think it was like that. Yeah, I think it, it was two, two days, right? Yep. Even after those two days, yep. Kai, like we still weren't able to. Like the last thing we needed was Kai solo. Yep. You know, and like we didn't have that, and so Kai on his own, like after the fact, just recorded it and then sent it over, yeah. and like we were able to put it in, and that. I mean, just like I forgot about that. Yeah, but I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm super happy about that though, because like Kai. Yeah. Like, you know, obviously he really cared about it. You know, he was like, oh, like he just, he was like, he, he was the one too that told me like, hey, like, like, do you mind if I just record this like myself and get it to you? Yeah. He wanted to just like, you know, he wanted to help out right. if it was possible. So like, you know, I was like, yeah, of course. Yeah. And so we got that in and, you know, the, it was, it was, it was fun, dude. It yeah. Was really fun. And I mean, cause with that, uh, with the drop, 
like so you hear the violin solos right at the drop for the that that first four bars and then the second set of four bars that's when the trumpet solo comes in and so without the trumpet solo it's like it's it still sounds good but it sounds like it's missing something right and so like when he sent that in we put that in song it sounded so much better and like <laughs> man that's it's it's crazy to think like because I've never made a song from the ground up. You know what I'm saying? And actually, like, I was going to mention that, but let's keep going. Like, the, it's it's crazy. You know, like, from from scratch, like, just an idea, you right. know, in my head, started this entire thing of getting, you know, you three involved, and we made we made this song out of it. And I think the song came out really nice. And, I mean, I can't thank you guys enough for, you know, yeah, making course, that what it is. Dude. But No problem. No what's problem. nuts to me, what was, like, really crazy to me is when you had the sheet music. Yeah. And I, was, I still have those. Oh, really? I saw them the other day. They're, awesome. I have them, like, I have a folder of, like, all my old music stuff because, like, at, at a point, like, I was writing some verses on paper and stuff. Yeah. So I have all of those, like, in a folder. And I saw those and I showed my dad. And it was, like, it's crazy. And I had, it was their handwriting on it, like, what their solo notes were and everything. And, like, that was... It was, it was dope. It's crazy, man. That's, it, there's levels, you know? Like, you know, I rap and all that. Like, it's cool. But, like... You get in the studio with some real musicians and it's it's nuts. Yeah, and that that's that's what I was gonna say when I said I was gonna talk about that is like because like obviously this was this was your first like like set like this was because like obviously like I I produced the track yeah but you still sat down in the sessions and gave in your creative input like you told right. them like you I remember you telling like either Nelson or Kai like like when they were doing their solos what if you change this note like this right you know? like and you like told them and they were able to do it you know like like. That ex- how was that experience for you? Like being in a studio, like session like that. I love that. Yeah, and actually like getting your song made like in front of you. I it's it's the it's the craziest thing, and like having a hand in that is so dope. And because like I like I can't do it myself, yeah. so it's, it's like it forces us to collaborate. Because like I can't just like right. go home and do that myself. Yep. You know, and they can't go home and do it themselves because they didn't think about it. Yeah. So it's like, it has to be the both of us. And, you know, we worked on that song the other day and we're going to work on it again after we record these. And the song that like we recently were making and you produced it from scratch and all that. Oh, you're talking about that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I thought we were still talking about the intro. No. Oh, no. Like the new stuff. Like, yeah, the new stuff we're working on. Yeah. Like, like sitting there and, you know, you're playing the guitar and then being like, oh, what if it goes this way rather than this? Or why don't you put this here? Whatever. Like, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. And then like when I hear the song, I think about those things and I'm like, man, like if like had I not said anything, had you not, you know, done a specific thing, the song would not be as good. Yeah. And it's just crazy how it works out like that. It is crazy. I mean, like with with any sort of I mean, like cuz even even when I'm producing on my own, just my own songs, yeah. like what's what's crazy is like the chaos, so to speak, right? Like people think of like songwriting and producing as like a process that's kind of like, like you come up with something and you like neatly stack on top of it, right? Yeah, like, you yeah, know, yeah. Because obviously songs are layers. Like you have layers of instruments. So like people will think like, oh, like obviously you have this one instrument you add on top of like, which like that's true. But why I say it's chaotic is because like you're, when at least for my experience, like when I'm producing, I don't have like a solid idea to start off with. It's just like I just play something or like I do something, yeah, and that sparks everything else. Yeah, sparks everything else, right? So like it's like it's like it's like a butterfly butterfly effect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, one thing like knocks like like will pop another idea in my head. I test that out. That idea will pop another idea in my head, and then like if it hadn't been for 
one thing previous, the next thing wouldn't have happened. Right. And then that next thing wouldn't have happened and that next thing wouldn't have happened. And like, that's why I say it's chaotic because it's like, it's not a neat process. It's very yeah. like, you know, like messy. All over the place. It is all over the place. But what's awesome about it is that you get something that you would have never thought of in the first place, in a sense. Right. Like, obviously, you're thinking of it. Well, right, right, right. It's like coming out of you, but it's not necessarily like coming out of... Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, I mean, it could have it could have happened in so many different ways. Right. Like, I mean, think about like, if you did one chord, like, you just changed one chord, you would make a completely different song. And then from there, like, that song just might not be as good as the alternative version that you just so happen to play or somebody just mentioned. Exactly. You know, and, like, and that's, that's I mean, with the song that we're working on right now, yeah. like the new one that we have going on, like, even when we were working on that, the chords, like, the initial chords that we right. had, we weren't feeling. Or at least I wasn't feeling. Yeah. And then, like, we changed some stuff up here and there, changed, like, specific notes. And then we came up with something that was like, okay, this feels good now, yep. you know? And then we had the bass line the drums and it's like it's not things necessarily that we were like trying to go for but it just happened just and then happens, like yeah. you, you build on top of that and that's it's the beauty of production dude it's like it's, it's fun crazy. it's crazy yeah yeah it's 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 a really cool experience and i definitely want to do it more often so speaking of the whole production thing though like with the intro yeah like what was your least favorite part of production would you say cuz like obviously we had a lot of fun with it but would you say there's any like like bad parts or like disadvantages that we had doing that 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 song that way i can't think of anything but like something that i realized though is like when you're recording those instruments like you have to get it right yeah like if you don't get it right or you think it sounds good and then you go home you're like dang it that note's just a little bit off like you can you can try to do what you can to pitch correct it and all that type right. of stuff but like sometimes it just doesn't pan out mm -hmm. and like I realized that you have to get that that perfect take. Like if I'm in there and I record vocals wrong and I'm just sitting at home and, home and I notice it, I can stand up and re-record the vocals. You know what I'm saying? But right. like with them, like we'd have to get a whole nother, we'd have to, you know, all get together again. And that was while we were on break and they were home from school. Yeah. So. Right, exactly. Uh, and it's, it's funny that you mentioned that because like a lot of times I'll record, when I'm doing produ like production, I'll record vocals like for, for my songs and then like, like I won't notice that something happens in the background of the recording or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Or like like a syllable, it just sounds weird. I won't yeah. or like like you know how uh sometimes like you might hear in your recording like your saliva in your mouth, like like you know, like every time you do like like yes, you sir. move your mouth. Like you won't notice that stuff until later on and then you're like, Oh, that bugs me, and then you have to go back and re record. Yep. Yeah, like when it comes to to how we did it with the production, like they had, they like Nelson and Kai only had like the, those two sessions to be able to record everything yep. right. And if we noticed something wrong after the fact, yeah, we're, guess we're we gotta screwed. wait till summer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah he's screwed. But yeah. yeah, exactly. But everything, everything came out. And I wanna, I just wanted to to mention really quick the the intro of the intro is beautiful. Like the little, oh, the you know, keys. Yeah, yeah, that's dope. Thank you. And the uh, the background sounds that you had, and like just the random little sound effects and stuff, like oh yeah, like all the whoosh, just whoosh. would have never thought of like adding that. And it, yeah, and like towards the end when I fade it out and you hear it a little bit more, like that sounds so dope. Yeah, it's like all the ambience and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I was like listening to um, the J Cole. I don't remember what the J Cole song is called. You said what? It's just called intro. Intro. Okay. Yeah. So I don't. I don't. I was listening to that. 
um, and I noticed like some some like ambiences in the background, and and a lot of the songs that I listen to, too. Yeah. Right. Like you'll yeah. you'll notice like ambience like that. And right. So especially with a song like that where it's very slow, well, not slow, but it's like it's calmer. Like mm-hmm. well, obviously you have that build up and like you know yeah, all the, yeah, yeah. the instruments, but like. It's not like you know your typical like trap song, right? You know? Like right, right. Some, with something like that, all that ambience really adds to the atmosphere of the song. Yeah. And, you know, I think it was good. But um, so J Cole's intro, because yeah. you you just mentioned that his intro is called intro, yeah, and your intro is called intro. So like, why why did you name the intro intro? Like, is it just because it's the intro, or like yeah, 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 is it? yeah, 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 pretty much. I mean. <laughs> Cause like you know, also there wasn't like a, a chorus or anything, and like I could have called it something else, but like all of my favorite artists have like they just intro, just intro, just intro. Yeah, that joins hard. Yeah, no, you're right, and that's that's something that's something that like I I, I noticed in like um in a lot of like the rap hip hop yeah. community, like you know, like obviously like I'm not as much of a as a hip hop head, right? Like as you are, I'm more in the indie realm, yeah. Uh, but I still listen to like you know some like NF here and there, some, yeah, like, some yeah, Logic, yeah. the 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 corny, <laughs> the, yeah, 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 corny rappers as yeah, you would say. Just a little bit. Uh, but like that you mentioned though, like everybody's intros for their albums are just called intro. Yeah, NF has like intro, then intro two, intro yeah, three, yep. like for all of his other keep going. projects. Yeah. yeah. Why? Why do you think that is like? What Probably because we're lazy. <laughs> no, I have no idea. I have no idea why that happens. But yeah, that I don't know. It was just a thing that always happened, and I always thought it was cool. And so I wanted to do one. And because like it gave me the vibe of those types of tracks, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm not gonna call every single intro. Like for my next album, the introduction is not called intro. Was it called? He tried to get me. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to get me. <laughs> Dang. See, I would tell you. But it's it's the name of the album as well, so I oh, don't want to wow. tell you. Wow, because it's the title track, so I'm that's not a, gonna tell you. That's another thing though that I noticed is that there will be like the incredible true story. The outro, yeah, it's called the incredible true story. Yeah, yeah. I I made a title track for this album, but it ended up getting cut. Oh really? Yeah. So you had a cautionary tale. Yeah. There was there was a song called a cautionary tale, and you you don't have it. You cut it out. Yeah. The hook was kind of the hook. I, I I don't want to say hard, but it was it was cool. And so then, then why'd you cut it out? Just it, this song, just we just didn't like it all the way. Mm. It, these songs were better. This collection of songs was better. It didn't even make it didn't even make like the first cut. Like it was, I it got axed. So so I don't know if I finished that song actually. I think I did. Because because I I don't I, remember. I I remember you talking like I mean I I know this because we talked about like your projects like, yeah. over the like however long we've known each other but like like you have a lot of songs that are unreleased yeah right true like but like you don't have any plans to release them right like yeah you, yeah like you just have them they're just they're just old bad songs <laughs> like some of them are cool do you think do you think anybody's ever gonna like hear any of that yeah. 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 At some point, I might dive back into it and like grab a hook here or verse there or whatever. Or like the, what's it called? What beat is that, man? Uh, Skills Over Bills. The Skills Over Bills beat. Yeah. Wow. That was for a song on For the Record. I made a whole song in it and I didn't like it. Like, I just didn't. Like the song that I made, yeah. So I just used that beat to make Skills Over Bills four. Also, with fifteen minutes and ten thousand hours, I made two different songs on those beats as well. 
dang, hold on. Talk <laughs> about something while I look up what those songs are called. Uh, talk about something. Well, if I talk about something, then I'm going to get you like off track of what, what you're trying to think of. That's but, true. Uh, okay, I found it. <laughs> so, but the thing is though, like when you… When you… Because ha- you said you take… Ho- like you might take a hook and put it in a new song. Yeah. So like… But you do you think when it comes to the original song that you made with that like hook, do you, nobody's ever gonna hear the original mess type of song that you made? Like I may play it on Instagram live or something. You I know? see. Yeah. But like, like only the true fans would would know. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna like release them. Some of them are cringy. My voice is way different. I could always re-record it, but like that's true. Isn't it crazy too? How like because I've noticed with my own music too, my yeah. voice sounds so different like two years ago than it does now and what I sing. Isn't it crazy? Like, because I know, I, I mean, with you too, you notice it in yeah. like the way you rap and stuff, that your your voice has changed. Like, it's weird, like, listening to ACT because I know I recorded it two years ago. Yeah. And so, like, when I hear it, like, I sound different than I did when I recorded that, but that's my newest stuff. Right. But, you know, it's yeah, so weird. People, like, yeah. It, it's funny that you say it's your newest stuff because that's actually old. Right. Yeah. Right. But, and, like, you, it's my newest release stuff, you, you know? Yeah, exactly. You have new stuff that is legitimately new. Like, and yeah. it's like, it's, you're like, it's your fresh. Newest, yeah, fresh. Like, you, your freshest, yeah. newest, like, sound and stuff like that. But people yeah. won't hear that till like, when? Eh. This year. Oh, well, I, yeah, okay. Well, then that's, that's sooner than I thought, to be honest. But yeah. yeah. Nah, though, like, I'm going, there's going to come a point where, like, like this year, there will be songs coming out that like I made f- a few weeks before they come out and stuff like that. Like I want to like catch up to myself. Oh, in terms of your like sound and stuff? Yeah. yeah. Like I, I want to have a bunch of songs stashed, but like if I make one that I think is dope, like I want to be able to release that single. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. I'm, uh, well, that's something we talked about too is like yeah. releasing more singles, right? Like that's your plan? Yeah. Uh, whoa. Slow down. No, I'm asking, is that your plan? What is it? Well, I said yeah on accident. So I take I re- I redact my previous oh. statement. Oh, you don't want people to know your plans. I don't want people to know my plans. Oh, okay. But just like I, I'm dropping music this year, like a lot of music. Okay. But the song that was on the ten thousand hours beat was called Blessed. I don't remember what the other one was called, but this has the same exact flow as ten thousand no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't have the same flow. It's a completely <laughs> different song. But like, it's a, I got a hook and two verses on this joint. And I was like, eh, eh. And then I wrote 15 minutes, 10,000 hours over those two beats. Wow. Yeah, I'm crazy. What can I say? Yeah. Well, uh, what I was going to ask, we kind of already answered this though. Like, did you take any inspiration any from anywhere for the intro? Like, because obviously you said, like, right. you know, J. Cole… Logic, yeah, like, yeah. You you took inspiration from that, yeah, uh, for those intros. But like, like, is there anywhere else, like, not even music wise, but just kind of like, like, I guess, like, inspiration in general, like right? what like, inspired, yeah, like what the... inspired the intro? Because I mean, we talked about the artists, but I think just because, like, just because I was, it was a thematic album. Yeah. Like, I wanted something to open up the theme. And, and what what would you say in your words is the theme? <laughs> uh, okay, I take back. No, it is thematic, but I'm not gonna go with a the theme. I'm I'm just gonna say a topic. Okay, because I don't want to say like 
theme because I don't think this would classify as a theme. Right. Like for lack of better terms, it's yeah. theme. But but like I always describe it as like a coming of age uh, rap album. Yeah. Like a college yeah. student. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's just about me growing up and like wanting to follow my dreams. Right. And so like that that song and, and like I wanted it to sound kind like I wanted it to sound like hopeful and stuff. Like I didn't. Yeah. You know, like, cause some, you know, some of this, some of the songs, like, I'm, I'm sad. You know, didn't have yeah. the best time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm angry in some of the songs. Yeah. But I wanted to open it up like nice and hopeful and happy, and then we also uh, close it out that way as well, which yeah. you know, yeah, we'll talk about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm on, I'm on the intro and the outro. Let's go. Yeah, I. So I wanted to mention that, like, I think it's nuts. Like my album ends with like your vocals, and then it starts with you playing piano, and like that's dope. Yeah. Yeah, it's so dope. Yeah, that, yeah, it took me a little bit to realize that. I was like, "Oh shoot, wait!" Just realize all over that yeah, joint. Yeah, all over it. The people love you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I love people. I love you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but uh, so, like, <laughs> what, what what lyric do you think hits you the most in the intro? Because uh, I'll tell you mine. Yeah. But let me let me see which yours is. Like, what, what what's yours? I want to hear yours first. Can I hear yours first? You want to hear mine first? Yeah. Okay. Thinking back to all the people that told me that I never make it. I don't got the drip. I don't fit the mo. I guess I gotta break it. Yeah, that lyric. The reason why. The reason why I like that lyric a lot. I guess is well, obviously like I personally know you. Like we yeah. went to we went to high school together, and like when we, like when we started making music together, we were still in high school. Yeah. You know, like uh, the the first song we released together was Twenty Twenty Vision. That was in twenty eighteen. <laughs> and we were 17 years old at the time. So we were like, what? Uh, juniors? Yeah. Sophomore, junior, juniors. Juniors. Yeah. Um, like, like, like I said, like I, I knew you in high school. Like we went to the same high school. Yeah. It's funny. Like I talked to, like I told TJ that. And yeah. TJ was like, I didn't know you guys were that close. Like, yeah, you, know, yeah, like yeah. you went to the same high yeah, school. Yeah, I grew up down the close. street. Yeah. yeah, right. So, but like, uh, it was funny though, because like, we didn't start talking till junior year. Though, right. right. Like I didn't, we, we weren't really. Yeah, it's, it was a sizable yeah. high school, like yeah. 1,200 kids. Right, yeah. So like, I mean, just background, I guess a little bit of background for the people listening. Like, yeah. like we went to the same high school and middle school. But we weren't friends until like junior year because, and the reason why is because of music. Yeah, yeah, that's how yeah. that was how we connected. That's usually our conversations now. Anyway, it's just music. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, that's the main thing that we click on. Yeah, and, and Marvel. Right, like, well, those, Marvel that's two too. things that yep. we both like yep. really enjoy. And I told you, like, that's those two things are like the source of my happiness. Yeah, yep. so yep. along it makes with your sense. dog, yeah, along with my dog and, and Gary. Shout out, eventually going to get a dog, so we'll have three things. Guys, on. he said he's gonna name his dog Prez to honor. No, me. no, I'm naming my dog Ramis after the main champion I played in League of Legends. Uh, See, that sounds that's like so lame compared to naming it after your friend who's a rapper, retired SoundCloud rapper. That's <laughs> it's so much cooler. So, uh, going going back to the whole, because like I mean, uh, the reason why this lyric though, thinking back to all the people oh, yeah. that told me. <laughs> We were talking about my lyrics, huh? Yeah, we were talking about your lyrics. Thinking back to all the people that told me that I'd never make it. Like, like I do remember in high school, like hearing people talk about your music behind your back yeah. and being like, oh, it's trash. Yeah. Like, I remember, I remember people. It was. Like, you know, I, well, I get yeah, it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I would say at the beginning, it was, wasn't as tasteful as, uh, not tasteful, but like it wasn't as like, you know, up to par. You heard like, it here first, boys. Yeah. Adrian Rivera thinks I suck ass at making music. No, uh, dude. <laughs> 
I tell you, I told you, fam, was a good one. You sent me fam, and I was like, oh, yeah. fam, that's pretty good. And you took it off of SoundCloud, so I can't even listen to it anymore. I took it off of SoundCloud? Didn't you? Bro, no way. I, I remember talking about that, and you're like, I'm taking that off SoundCloud. No way. I got to check. I, could, I doubt. I, could, I don't think I've ever deleted anything off SoundCloud. Oh, really? Oh, well then, fam, if fam is still up there, let's I'm, stop talking about my <laughs> garbage music, please. <laughs> anyway, I do. I do remember people being yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, uh, like, Prez was, isn't that great? Like, yeah. you know, like blah blah blah, right? Um, and so, like, obviously, I have a little more personal connection to that because I know you. Yeah, you know. Um, but also too, like, like I don't got the drip. I don't fit the mold. I guess I got to break it, right? Like. I think what's what's cool to me about that line is like like when it comes to artists in general, I feel like a lot of us feel that we don't fit the mold. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like we yeah. don't fit like what like we like we don't fit what we think or like or what like quote unquote society thinks. Like, right. You know, we live in a society. You we, know? we really do. <laughs> but like crazy. Like to me, like Personally, like I don't like I don't got the dress. Like I, I remember being back in high school. Yeah. I used to dress like like trash. I dress better now. Personally, I feel like, but back then my style was like just sweatpants and hoodies, and like I felt like I could have tried a little harder. Yeah, you know. I mean, I don't know. What would what, <laughs> you say? What would you say? This is your style? No, my style is much better than it was in high school. Right. Yeah. It's still it's similar though. Yeah. Like yeah. half of my style is still the way that I dress in high school. Right. Yeah. But I think that's hard. But yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah, exactly. Well, it matters what you think, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but I don't fit the mold, right? So, like, I mean, like that lyric, I don't fit the mold. Uh, I have a song too where I talk about like breaking the mold. It was, I think, is like my outro for the Untable State of Mind, like genius. I talk about mm-hmm. that, but like, uh, yeah, like with the whole like mold thing, right? Like as artists, obviously we like, you know, there's, there's people that go to college. Like, I mean, you went to college, like you, you're going to get, or you're going to college. Just, just started again today. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, but you're about to graduate though. Yes, sir. So like, obviously like, you know, we're like, there are people that do like go to school, still do music. Yeah. But like, obviously like, that's not your goal though. Like, yeah. you know, you, you've always, I remember you always saying is like, your goal was to make music. Yeah. I didn't go to college cause I'm pursuing my whole music thing. Um, and, to like to like most people that's not fitting the mold yeah you know what i'm saying like that's like that's like like most people would say go to college or like you know the average thing is going to college right. getting a nine to five and stuff like yeah. that and like trying to break that and like we don't fit that mold we, we want to do something different yep like um and like even your your lyric literally says i guess i gotta break it it's like i think as artists like like that's our whole thing is like not fitting in you know and even though like we might feel like quote unquote not not like an outcast i want to say like i necessarily feel like an outcast but like definitely having music and putting yourself out there and being exposed and being vulnerable with it right like obviously you're gonna be like exposed to people like trying to hate on you and stuff like that but like i think that's like part of the beauty of it is like the fact that you don't fit the mold the fact that you like you're you're doing something different than anybody else like you have the courage and power to just put stuff out there and be like i'm trying you know what i'm saying uh and that's why i really like that lyric because it's like like in a sense, like that's like how I feel like every artist feels like, yeah. you know. Thank you. you know, yeah. Yeah. I I like that one too. I think I think my favorite is just the beginning. Everybody got a dream. But how many chase it? How many people got a talent? They were told not to embrace it. Just cause like that's it's the truth. How many how many that's the truth. Can, yeah. Like everybody has one, you yep. know? Yep. But most people don't even 
pay any attention to it and just think like they just throw it on the back burner. And even I mean, even the next line talking about like, you know, just like getting shut down. Like you, you're just not like taught to. You're not really taught to chase that dream, like exactly. Unless unless it follows what the people want your dream to be. Right. Unless your yeah. dream is to become a doctor, then people are like, yeah, yeah, you yeah, do that. Oh, you do. You be a doctor. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be an accountant when I grow up. Right. Oh, yeah. Go do that. Yeah. yeah. But if your dream is neither of those two things, you know, it's it's just it's not as people just don't see it as realistic. And, and that word realistic is thrown around so much. I remember in high school. Yeah. Uh, there's people. Like, one person comes to mind. I'm not gonna say anything, obviously, but like expose them. No, no. I don't even really talk to them like that. Yeah. But like you know, there was one person that I did talk to uh, about like you know what they wanted to do. Yeah. Um. Uh. And one of the things that they said was that like they wanted to do like they wanted to be like like a, a Broadway like singer, but they're like they're like that's my like unrealistic dream, my realistic dream, and then they would That's talk about something nuts, right? Yeah, and it's like, hold, hold up, yeah, like, what? Or, you know, like, it's like, like you know, like that's what sucks is that in like high school, high school, this was high school, teenager, yeah, hasn't even like lived actual life yet, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and well, this was back when we were in high school, so like this is you know, this is like that's, this is a while nuts. ago, so like yeah, they were in our grade, but um, like yeah, like. There's this this whole thing of like re- real what what is realistic and what's not realistic. Yeah, you know, like it. I'm gonna go a little philosophical here. Oh snaps! Like reality, like perception, reality, right? All of that, like it. Reality is like what we define as reality, right? True. Like schizophrenia is a thing, right? Yeah. yeah you know, obviously, like I have family that has schizophrenia, so it's yeah. like like I I can kind of like see it in this kind of way where it's like like. Somebody with schizophrenia, like their reality is completely different to us, but to them, that is still reality. That's reality. You yeah. know, like like what their hallucinations are real to them. Yeah. Right. And obviously, not to the extent, like like not to say this to the extent of like you know like trying to compare dreams right, to like right, you know, right. chasing your dreams to schizophrenia or anything like that. Like I'm not trying to do that, but right. like uh, just going to the fact of like like. Your reality is what you make it, right? Like reality is whatever you define it as. Yeah. And when it comes to like you setting, like saying what your realistic dream is, or like what like what's realistic to you as a career choice, right? Or what your goals are, it's like, like it's only unrealistic because you say it's unrealistic. You know what I'm saying? And obviously other people will have their opinions on it. And you know, the average person might say something's unrealistic. Yeah. But reality is what you what you perceive it as, right? Yeah. And so if you feel in your head, music is realistic. Like music making a re- like job right. making a living out of music is realistic is going to become real like because like reality is just whatever you perceive it as yeah. and if you find a way to make music work it's like then that is reality you know I think I think that word like using that word in that context is like is terrible and doesn't make sense like <laughs> what we're realistic yeah like you know you can say like you have the big dream and then I. Like a plan A and a plan B. Right. But like to say realistic and unrealistic, like that, that no automatic, you just set yourself up yeah. to like not ever achieve right. that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like you should shoot for the thing. And then if it doesn't work, like you'd be like, oh, and then also I would like to do this as well. Just not as much as I want to do this. Yeah. But to be like, 
yeah, this this is the unrealistic goal. But like, I don't even think about that ever. Like, it's just in my my dreams when I go to sleep. Right. It's but like what? That and that's the thing, though. It's like I think the the biggest reason why people label something as like their unrealistic dream or like you know like their like their dream because it's called a dream for a reason because it's like un, unattainable, right? Yeah. Like like. I think the reason why people are so comfortable with leaving their dreams as dreams is because like people, I think the average person is afraid to fail, you know? I mean, even even like I'm afraid to fail and like, you know, I'm doing all the music stuff, but like obviously like I, I think it, everybody is afraid to fail, yeah. you know? Um, but some people are more afraid to fail than others, right? And so when it comes to like chasing a dream and stuff, obviously if you're going out there and saying like, oh, this is going to happen and it doesn't happen, you don't want to feel embarrassed and be like, oh, like, like I didn't make it to what I wanted to be. So yeah. obviously you're gonna set it as unrealistic because then it kind of gives you like, like a, like a, a cushion to be yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. that wasn't gonna work out. In yeah, the first place. I didn't like, even uh, plan on that happening. Yeah, right. Yeah, and if it does happen, you're like, oh, well, yeah, like you know, like it happened. Right. Well, you know, but, but if it like, doesn't, you're not hurt. Yeah. Right. And I think. Oh, oh man! If you expect disappointment. Then you can't get disappointed. Oh yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> no way Crazy. home, right there. Crazy. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, yeah. It was well, the there. truth. It's the truth, right? If you expect disappointment, then you can't be disappointed. Yeah. But the thing is, like, I heard this somewhere, and I forget where I heard it from. But like, I love this. But what this person said, I don't remember who it was. I'm. I wish I could remember. But what what this what somebody said that like stuck with me is that failure is not the opposite to success. Failure is a part of success. You know, you have Facts. to you have to fail in order to succeed. Like yeah. you, there's that they, they go hand in hand because like you you have to understand like w- like where you fall short to be able to go further. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I, there's so many like I I, I right now a uh, slight flex twenty six thousand monthly listeners <laughs> monthly listeners on Spotify right? Like you know like yes I mean, sir let's go let's stream that boy. Uh, and we're cli- we keep climbing like faster and faster, which is awesome. Like it makes me super happy. Yeah. And there's people like you know I get a lot of people being like oh dude like look you're going way up love your work ethic you're, like, yeah. you're grinding so hard like look at how like good you're doing, but you don't see all the failures beforehand like right. you don't see all the previous things like people and like when it comes to work ethic too like what's funny is that like I don't even feel like I have that great of a work ethic you know I just try to do as much as I can but like like even then I get lazy. I, I get sidetracked. I, yeah, everybody I, you does. Know, yeah, like I push things off. You know, like I procrastinate. Um, and like, but the thing is, like a lot of people don't see that. Like I, I can confidently say I've failed so many more times than I've succeeded. But yeah. I had to go through that failure though to be able to understand what it takes to succeed. Yeah. Because once you start understanding what it takes to succeed by failing, then boom, like you, you, you can get to success like regardless. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I think. Like, I mean, I'm young now, but right. like when I was younger, like watching Gary Vee like four years ago or something like that, like watching Gary Vee talk to these people and telling them like how young they are in their lives. Like they're like, they're too young to be scared to go and yeah. like pursue their dreams. Right. And like, that's cr- like, I'm literally 20 and I'm freaking out about if I don't, if I'm not Drake level in two years, like I'm nothing. <laughs> and it's like, bro, dude, like I I'm know. 20 years old. I know. And I, well, and you know, like, it's funny because that you mentioned that because when I was in sophomore year when I was first starting to like release music right? yeah sophomore year of high school 2016 like I started I started releasing music for the first time right yeah I remember telling myself being like like oh I'm I'm going to be John Bellion level yeah. by senior year easy yeah easy right that's what I'm thinking like yep. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking myself I have to be 
Because yeah. if like I I have to because if I'm not then like I failed. Exactly. And I'm like here, like I'm 15 years old. Senior year, I'm going to be like 18. You know, it's like, it's dumb. It's It's like, I don't know, like, I don't know what makes it feel like that we have, like, cause, but like, I'll I'll agree with you. Like, I feel like even now, it's like like, a sense of urgency. Yeah. Like, but there doesn't need to be. Yeah. It doesn't have to be. Senior year came around. I had like maximum like 2,000 monthly listeners on Spotify. Like, there's nothing. It was the 3,000 subscribers on YouTube. Yeah. Like, Actually, no, I probably had way less monthly listeners on Spotify. <laughs> but like I had 3,000 subscribers on YouTube when I graduated senior year. 3,000. Like that's not, I have, I have like 27,000, I think. Yeah, like about 27,000 subscribers on YouTube now. 3,000 was nothing compared to that. And the that's money, crazy. the money I was making back then was nothing. Like I was right. barely doing anything. But instead of going to college, I still pursued music because I like, I saw potential in it. And yeah. I was lucky enough to have like a dad that also saw potential in it too and yeah. wanted to see me succeed. And so like now that I've been doing it for like the past few years after graduating high school, I have been able to grow it bigger because I've been focusing a lot of time on it. Yeah. But at the same time too, it's like, I still feel like I have to get this stuff like yep. blown up at a certain point. But it's like, I'm only 20 years old. I'm about to turn 21 in April. And so That's it's like, saying, bro. yeah, it's like we, like we, like you said, like we barely have, we have so much life ahead of yeah. us. Like we just started, bro. We just spawned <laughs> yeah. in. Yeah. We just spawned. Right. <laughs> and I'm talking about, man, the game should be over soon. I should be I should be winning. It's like, bro, what? I just got here. It's and it's crazy too. Like Betty White, like I remember RIP Betty White, like you know. Crazy. She she but she lived up to 99, 99. years old. When we were born, she was she was what? Like 70 79. <laughs> 70 that's and that's still old <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah she still lived the whole one yeah. of, she she had my whole lifetime at the end there just like eh, right we'll, we'll we'll slap these on top exactly and that's what i'm saying it's like, like i'm out here tweaking about 20 years in i know i think my life's over if i, I don't if i'm not drake next year right yeah and like you had like there's people like you know obviously there's no there's no like guaranteed day that we're gonna live up to yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't know when it's our time true so like i guess that's that probably is part of the urgency yeah like, because we want to see our success before we, like, go, right? Yeah. But at the same time, too, like, there is a lot of life to still live. Like, you know? Yep. And it's like, like, you have people like Betty White, like, you know, that have, have lived multiple of our lifetimes, you know? And it's like, 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 we have, like, we we have time, you know? We do. Yeah, we and do. so, like, obviously, that doesn't mean slack off, but that also doesn't yeah. mean, like, get all worked up about right. it either. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I be going too hard sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes I just don't go nearly hard enough. Yeah. Hey, man. It's part of the game. It's part of the game. Yeah, figure it out. It's part of the game, yep. But yeah, we've we've been talking for almost an hour. Yeah. It's a lot of a lot of good, a lot of good uh conversations here. Yeah. This was this was nice. This is, this is probably going to be the longest episode. Of, oh, really? Of like it's the longest that I've recorded so far. Really? Yeah. Oh. So, but like it's it's nice. It's a good one. It's a real good one. A lot, of, a lot of good gems in there. Hidden gems. A lot of gems. Yeah. A lot of gems. Yeah. But yeah, so, yeah, so, you know, in this podcast, uh, like I said in the previous episode, you know, Jake's going to end up hosting a lot of them because uh, he knows me well and he listens to the music and, you know, he gets a, a good understanding of it and all that and a good understanding of me. Um, but when I can, I want to have other people on here so that I can talk to them, get a different perspective on stuff. That's why I have Adriel here for the intro. Yep, yep. You know, he produced it and everything. And he will also be on here for Keep On Keeping On. And then I got some other people that are going to show up uh, within this little season, we'll call it, for this album. 
Um, so yeah, just keep uh, just keep tuning in and just you keep know, on keeping on. <laughs> keep, keep on keeping on. You know that's, what I'm saying? Yeah, that's the next one. That's the that's the next episode. Well, it's like we're we're gonna record it right yeah, now, right, but like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not the next episode. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know it's not the next episode. Yeah. It's like it's like, but it's there though. Yeah, the next time they'll hear me. Just on keeping true. On keeping on. Yeah, true. So yeah, uh, thanks for listening, boys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Manifest Recordings. Make sure to follow us on social media at manifest underscore rec for updates on everything manifest. And I will see you guys in the next one.